0: Boys and girls, let's start the show. Let's catch up with Mike and Joe. Mike's in Oakland, Joe's in LA. There's nothing
1: left to say. There's nothing left to say. As a ghost. I must advise. Don't look in Mike Lawson's eyes.
0: Candlesticks and guillotines. That's how he kills his.
1: Hey, Joey. Hello, Taylor the Latte Boy. My name's Taylor. This is Joey. About We've been <laughs> friends for about four or five years, yeah. and once a week, Joe calls me and I'm annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do, Taylor Latte Boy. Yes,
0: I do. That is what I do every single week without <laughs> fail. I never miss
1: a week. Without fail, usually right as I'm sitting down to dinner. Uh-huh. <laughs>
0: Well, I have a or camera. As I'm walking house. into
1: a store, yeah. that's when the phone rings.
0: Yeah, I have a camera in your house. Yeah, I don't think you knew that. And uh, <laughs> that, that's the whole plot. Taylor, the latte boy, how are you doing on this New Year's Eve? The last, uh, the last uh, catching up for twenty thousand and eighteen. I like. To, I, how I like to talk in talking those numbers.
1: I'm doing okay. I just, I just got back from work. I actually yeah. have to work on New Year's Eve, and I had to work on Christmas Eve too. Yeah. And uh, saw a couple clients today, and now I'm, now I'm, I'm raced out the door at three o'clock so that I could be home in time to be with you and and give my husband some kisses and smell this wonderful meal that he's making for us oh. for New Year's Eve tonight. What's he making? He is making a pork shoulder um oh, where the, he is oh, slow roasting it. Yeah, yeah. the Cuban eat on New Year's Eve. Yeah. Yeah it's amazing. I he said, you know, could you smell it when I when you walked in? I'm like yes it like punched me in the mouth when I mm-hmm. when I walked in just the smell mm-hmm. of garlic and and all the herbs and all that kind of stuff. And he's doing black beans and rice, and we're doing
0: yucca. Same reaction that most of Mike Lawson's uh, Grinder dates have. They walk <laughs> the in. The smell they, overwhelms well, them. Well, yeah. They walk in, the smell overwhelms Well, what is it that he, like, he keeps it? He's like, oh, I'm going to keep the door open. And then it's pitch black. And then they walk in, the smell overwhelms them, and then something punches them in the face. <laughs> and then, <that's> the, <laughs> then they're slow roasted. <laughs> Taylor the Latte Boy, how are you? How have you been? What have you been up to? What is going on in the world of Taylor the Latte Boy?
1: I've been doing well. I, I've had a nice couple of weeks uh, since we finished. Pot as my co-pilot for the season. Yeah, and I've been spending a lot of that time uh, running through the open range and mountains and killing things and robbing banks and <laughs> trains. And <laughs> that's right. You've been playing this uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. Yes, I finished the the entire main campaign last night. About oh, you 9:30. did? Yes. I think you know the whole ending, you know everything that happened. I know the whole – well, I know the whole ending because what happens is it ends and then there's an epilogue that yeah. is like an additional 10 hours worth of stuff. Um So – I found out by listening to another podcast last night that there's actually the end of the main, main story. There are four possible endings. Oh, But you have to be at a certain karma level, like mm-hmm. kind of close to black hat or white hat. Mm-hmm. So I was I was all the way white hat. And so I got what they consider to be the best ending of the four. So I want to watch the other four endings, but it's something like the videos on YouTube are like an hour. So I'm I am probably just going to read about it on Wikipedia or something later on.
0: Let me ask you a question. Have you seen this Bandersnatch that everyone's talking about on Netflix? No. It's from the Black Mirror guy, but it's a
1: choose-your-own-adventure episode, basically. It's a movie. Okay. I've seen a bunch of things where people talk about Bandersnatch on Twitter, but I had no idea what it was. Yeah. Well it depends on which
0: Twitter you're on. If you're on the Drag Race recap Twitter, that's a whole diff Bandersnatch is the name of a drag queen from <laughs> Tempe, Arizona. But uh but yeah, but the thing is with the with the Bandersnatch, I was reading about this, and thank God I saw this. It the the choose your own adventure aspect isn't working. Uh it doesn't work on Apple TV or anything. Like that. You have to do it on either if you watch it on your PlayStation, it'll work. Mm. Um, or if you watch it on your i on your iPod or your iPhone or anything
1: on no. oh, my ipod yeah, yeah I, have iPod. A, I have a shuffle it's, it's 2002 i didn't <laughs> want to do that yeah and
0: then t- take out your palm pilot and <laughs> <laughs> and then
1: you can uh, listen to blink 182 while you're doing it anyway now i have a brother word processor that i've yeah. been sitting mm-hmm. around collecting dust could i watch bandersnatch on that you can watch it on that and you can also
0: watch it on your sega dreamcast
1: <laughs> uh and, and uh vision Almost... I had a ColecoVision. Don't make fun of ColecoVision. I didn't have a Coleco my my uncle had an Intellivision. Do you ever play those Intellivision games? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Now that was always the big thing when about this time for Christmas back in like 1982. Yeah. It was between either a ColecoVision or Intellivision, and I wanted the ColecoVision because they had the, they had more of the games that I wanted to
0: play. Well, yeah, because they had more of like that Donkey Kong. And, but mm-hmm. I remember I was because I had the shitty Atari 2600 one, mm-hmm. and like ColecoVision had better graphics, correct? But like they had yes. I remember the like on a uh, uh, oh Babalu's walking in the room. Baba Babalu's walking in the room. Anyway, we can be more casual on this, so it's catching up. Right? <laughs> So anyway, um, for those of you who don't listen to Drag Race Recap, I am such a, uh, a tyrant on that show. Everyone should know this. Anyway, uh, Taylor's like, oh my god, Babalu walked in the room, Taylor must have been, gotten the, the fear of God that I would have been like, having a heart attack. Anyway.
1: Get out! Save yourself! <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know. Uh, uh, Babalu's family already escaped from one dictator. <laughs> <laughs> he was another one. Anyway. Uh, hey! <laughs> Well, I'm gonna say anyway. Uh, the the Kaliko it had the Donkey Kong had the le- like the Atari 2600 had the one level where yeah. I felt like ColecoVision Vision had all the levels of Donkey Kong. That you yes, could we character.
1: had we had Donkey Kong. I had I was a big into um, IPs, so I know we had Popeye the game, mm-hmm. and we had the Smurfs game, which yeah. was pretty much just Pitfall, only it was a Smurf running around. Yeah, and then we had a bunch of the. Um, bunch of, like, Pac-Man rip-offs. Like, there was one called Mousetrap.
0: Oh, yeah, I remember that yeah. one. Uh-huh.
1: Right, which my sister yeah. was the first person in our family, and to the best of my knowledge, the only person in our family to get a million points on Mousetrap, mm-hmm. and I was sitting next to her, and I was so excited, I threw my hands up in the air, and when my hand came down, I accidentally hit the reset button. <gasps> which, I, to this day, she still talks about that, and I swear, I swear to God, I because I, I wouldn't want her doing that to me. So, I... I, that's one of the few things about my relationship with my sister that I truly feel truly sad about. You know, and guilty and remorse.
0: Uh, I on uh, on Pitfall. I was addicted to Pitfall, and if you got a certain level, you got to join like some certain fan club. And I remember taking a picture of my score, and I still have the uh-huh. picture somewhere of my score. I should put it up. It's kind of funny, but it, <laughs> it exists somewhere in some box. Anyway, Taylor, what's going on with the, you? Know, no one was expecting the retro, the retro game cons, console uh, podcast. What, what was uh, what's going on with you?
1: Well, okay. I have two stories, one of which I told you about yesterday, and then something happened immediately after that. That actually is the better of the two stories. Sure, go ahead. So I'll tell you the first story. Um, I went to a I went to a place yesterday. I had some errands to run, and I decided I was going out for lunch. And I went to a place called Mario's Cheesesteaks, mm-hmm. okay? And it's a cheesesteak place that was by us that is very much – it's in like a strip mall and it's a place where Babalu and I go. And as far as cheese, it's hard to find a good cheesesteak in the area. And this mm. is probably the closest to something up north that I have found because mm. uh, I'm from just, Philly. And is it shaved meat with cheese whiz on it? No, this just has this. He just puts a provolone cheese on. I can't find any place that does the actual cheese whiz that's close by. There's a place up by my co-host Taffy's, but it's too far of a drive, just especially if I'm running around doing errands. Mm-hmm. So, and it's a place that Babalu and I go in occasionally. If we're running around, it's across from Target, and we tend to go in there and then go run to Target. So I walk in. There's nobody there except for the one guy. Now this place is one of these that it's very stripped down, varying shades of brown on the walls, like brown paints, mm-hmm. and they have like the stereotypical old sun bleached like photos of New York mm-hmm. um, and and things like that on the walls. Mm-hmm. And, th- and the, the what's usually playing is very like late 90s early 2000 progressive rock yeah so a lot of um because it's a serious channel i think called pop rock so it's all things like uh stone temple pilots oh yeah but but not like heart like like the kind of poppy stuff that they did for a while and um who else would be somebody that would be along that lines like uh creed things like that so that's the kind of that's the atmosphere and the guys that all work there are very much of that ilk yeah okay so painting a picture yeah. and and there's regular guys in there. And I walk up and the guy knows, he says, you know, just steak and cheese. And I said, yeah, because I've been there enough times. So as I say That's steak really and cheese, sad. he goes, okay. And he's ringing me in and he looks down and he goes, you're married. Which first I was like, well, okay, why wouldn't I be? But I went, yeah, I'm married. Mm-hmm. Now I'm immediately in my head kind of doing the whole thing of. um, Sorry, my screen just went black for a second there. I'm doing cry? the whole thing of how much do I say? What do I not say? Do I, you know, do I, do I say, because I'm by myself sure. at this point. Mm-hmm. So I went, yeah, I'm married. He's like, oh, he's like, well, I never noticed your ring before. And I mm-hmm. went, oh, no, got it on all the time. That's mm-hmm. just what I have. So, so I pay, I sit down, I'm waiting for my food. So, and a couple of other people walk in and they place their orders. And he's, I can hear him back there, like doing the ching, 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 you know, with the. Oh, might I the, be Racist. <laughs> with the uh, with the spatulas and all oh, that kind of stuff. okay. Right. So, so eventually he walks over. Normally he just like calls your name or just says, stick and cheese. Mm-hmm. You go up, you get your thing. Yeah. So he walks over to me yeah. and he's standing over me as he hands me the cheek. He's like, I have a question. <gasps> so I'm like, oh, okay, here Wait, we go. go it out. And he said, you, you normally come in here with a guy. Oh, no. And I said, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And he said, is that your... Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) And I looked at him and went, Uh my husband yeah that's my husband and he went oh oh okay okay because i wasn't sure like you know because i've seen a ring on him but i've never noticed a ring on you and i just figured you guys were just a couple of guys coming out and getting a cheesesteak before you watch Mm -hmm. a football game or something like that well i felt like the butchest guy in the world because he thinks i watch football Mm -hmm. and he's like you know but i just wasn't sure and i didn't want to offend you and i'm like well why would you offend me and he's like well i don't know if that i didn't want it so he starts like doing this like backpedaling thing yeah whereas i'm just sort of sitting there taking it like okay whatever Mm -hmm. So then he, so he starts, he's like, okay, well, you know, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. You know, I don't have, I don't, you know, I don't think anything bad of you, which I'm like, okay, 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 I, I didn't okay. think you did, yeah. but he's like, but that's legal now. Right. And I said, yes, it's, <laughs> yes, it's legal now, uh-huh. but I'm just going to stand there. Like, okay, I, I get that things don't necessarily affect all of us, even though we were told for many, many years that it would be the dissolution of the nation. If gays got married, yeah. but I guess my question is, yeah, what would you have done in that situation? if you were if you were walked if you were married to somebody whoever you're dating or something and then this situation arose and you were by yourself at a perch in that well ride.
0: let's be honest taylor
1: if it would
0: have been me in that situation they would it would have been like you're married and then I would have been like, yeah, he's all like and that little boy you come in with <laughs> is that your son is that your son <laughs> I'm like nope, no, nope. not your son uh, <laughs> is he like uh are you like Batman and Robin? like you take care of him nope you're not, you're not fucking him, are you? And be like, sure am. I'll have it with cheese Whiz. And a cheesesteak, too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, Aiden, sit down. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, oh, Taylor just made a shocked face. I'm allowed to say Aiden's name now on the show. Okay. This was decided, yes.
1: Okay. You made, you made a statement on the rumor mill that I... On the latest rumor mill that I just listened to yesterday. And when you said Aiden, I actually went <gasps> in my car. Like, I gasped and looked around.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I'm allowed, I'm allowed to say his name now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, anyway. Uh, anyway, so, the point is, um, th- what would I do? Uh, you know, the, the problem, I, I never run into this problem because I just play everything off with, like,
1: a joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So because well, th- there was part of me that thought this could be a teachable moment. Mm-hmm. There's another part of me that thought he could spit in my (laughs) cheesesteak. So I wasn't (laughs) sure. And I I wasn't sure which way to go. But I figured at that point I had my food. So I thought I could have a conversation. Worst case scenario, I never go back.
0: Yeah. Well, here's the deal. Is um, I don't think. Well, no, what I was thinking when you were telling the story was I was thinking. I guess my question is, do you think at any point he wanted to fuck you? No,
1: no. And at no point did I want to fuck him. Oh, he, so he's not—he's not your type. No, he's not my type at all. That's the second story that we'll oh, get to later. Oh, but, um, but yeah, no—that—that that was a—that I don't think that was the case. It was just more the—you go into this place, you've got somebody, and this is—I also recognize that I'm stereotyping. Mm-hmm. You've got a guy that's kind of bro-y. Yeah. You know, kind of we're we're in our mid 30s and we're working at a cheesesteak place, you know, very blue collar, very yeah. much of that hard rock or, per, you know, whatever you want to call it, alternative. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like we're definitely we, we we got a mindset back in college and we look like we've never really moved past that mindset.
0: Yeah. But you, you know get, what I mean? Cool with it, though, don't you?
1: Oh, yeah. No. And at one point he said, you know, I've got a really good friend and she's got a girlfriend and I know they talked about it. But that was years ago. So he's and so I learned a little bit about him in this mm-hmm. process. But in the beginning, I was very like, I don't know what I want to say here. And and then I then I was sort of kicking myself because, you know, a lot of people, you know, thousands of people fought for my right to be able to be married mm-hmm. at this point. And for me to kind of do like that, like step back, sort of like, OK, what do I say? You know, I didn't think at any point he was going to punch me or anything. He was mm-hmm. just going to make this make the statement. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It was just an interesting thought. So we had just you and I had just talked about, you know, make sure you have some stories. That's why I said you remind me cheesesteak.
0: Oh yeah, I didn't know what that was, and I was like, whoa, God, because I, I, I think it's funny. That you, but now let me ask you a question: Why did you use code words? Because Mike and I use code words for different reasons. But why because okay,
1: that is something that Taffy and I do. When we want to tell each other stories, we want to tell them rather than text message, Mm -hmm. we will just say remind me and a word. And then that's supposed to trigger the trigger the storyteller into remembering what the story is because we want to see reactions. We want it to be a dialogue rather than, hey, this just happened to be over a text message. And you also want to use a word that is not necessarily the punchline.
0: Yes. Yes, you know. About it. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think Lost and I do the same thing.
0: Yeah. Uh, and, well, again, I I was hoping maybe this is the porno guy in me that it was going to go into this like, oh, I was going to ask you out on a date. You know, <laughs> Have you ever watched this uh, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt? Taylor, ever seen
1: that show? I love Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. I yeah.
0: was when you were telling me this, right? I was
1: already imagining um, Titus's boyfriend. Ugh. Well, that's good. Okay, that's kind of what he looks like. Only a thinner kind of if. That guy from Kimmy Schmidt and a cigarette had a baby like that would be kind of. (laughs) of
0: But then, you know, but but Taylor, here's the deal is that guy from Kimmy Schmidt seems very your type.
1: No, he's not. There's something there's you would think so. Mm -hmm. But there's something I think he has a weird nose. Oh, does he? I, th- I think the actor that plays Titus's boyfriend, ha- Mike, isn't that yeah, his name on the show? Yeah, I, think I think Mike. He has he has a very weird nose that's very distracting. Plus, I don't think he's a very good actor. So. Oh,
0: you don't think he's a – because I think it's one of these things where, like, he's probably supposed to be, like, a bit player, and then it turned into yeah. a role. And then you're like, oh. You've seen that before right. in TV shows where they're, like
1: – they were He's secretly the- a trained Shakespearean actor, but he has to do this, you know, ah, bada boom, bada bing, you know. Yeah,
0: yeah I know. It's funny. He's like, I-, I was doing, you know, the Iceman Cometh. Before I came in here, and now um, I'm I'm playing uh, Titus Andronicus's boyfriend or whatever. Taylor, there's a story I was, I was supposed to tell last week on last week's riveting episode of Catching Up, and I didn't. I actually saved it for today because, one, I don't know if anyone listened to last week's episode with Lori Roggenkamp. It became uh, uh, readily apparent to me in the first ten seconds of the show that she just never heard one episode of the show. <laughs> and so... <laughs> So that was that problem, but also it was like I felt that this story—you know the history, you know everything. Everyone who listens knows the history. I don't need to do any backstory like I would need to do with Lori Rogan Camp, but uh, but so, so that's why I'm, I'll save it for when T- Taylor's here, and Taylor will have a lot to say about this, and this will be another okay. episode of of uh, of therapy with Taylor and Joe. Okay. So. Um when Sweet Michael was in town, by the way, the story has nothing to do with Sweet Michael. When Sweet Michael was in town, we went to go visit uh, Chris and Mercedes, okay? Okay. And he wanted to take some sort of, you know, like, present. You know, he didn't want to go empty-handed, which makes sense. So we mm-hmm. stopped. Remember? Oh, remember that old soda timey shop? Remember? And yes. So, yeah. So T and I went, Taylor, uh, Sweet Michael and I went there, and he bought these really cute Japanese candies, which I, I think you said that you wouldn't be surprised they sold them at Epcot. Yeah. But these Japanese candy where you make sushi and you can make you, you, it's, like, it's almost like it's like candy where and play-doh had a kid. Okay? Okay. Not this philosopher, the actual uh play doh. Okay? The yes. way you mold. Yeah. And um so I was like, and I think I talked to you on the way to go do this. I went to back to I, and by the way, this is such a far drive. It's like an hour away. I drove to this Galco's in Highland Park just to get these candies that they were so cute and so cool. I wanted to give them to my nieces as a, as a stocking stuffer. Okay. So I go all the way to this Galco's and like I told you on the phone, and I've shared here with you right now is Galco's is this specialty store in Highland park and they sell old timey sodas and candies that you can't really get anywhere. They're still available, but not many places carry them. They're hard to find one -hmm. of them, which I was shocked to find because I knew this and you'll hear this in the story. Um, Jujubes, at least in Southern California, are very hard to find. Really? Oh, yeah. They're very okay. hard to find in Southern California. So, because she doesn't know, tour that much? Yeah, no, she doesn't tour that much. And she's too busy uh, eating fried chicken and big dicks. Anyway, <laughs> that's a joke for anybody who listens to or watches RuPaul's Drag Race. Okay. So, I know this because Cameron's favorite candy is Jujubes. Mm. So, when we were. Okay. so uh, i knew that that was his favorite candy when we were dating whenever i wanted to get him jujubes it was you can't it's hard to find you can buy them on amazon but again it's 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 you can't just go to the grocery store and buy them can't go to the movie theaters and buy them they're they're kind of hard to come by at least in southern california like i said well i'm at galco's i'm buying the, the japanese candy and there i see jujubes
1: for like a there, dollar. you see Cameron with a huge basket, just pouring them into yeah, it, and standing at the register. And he, he, like,
0: this blonde kid keeps coming in every week and buying all the Juju bees. <laughs> anyway, so I see them, like, and they're there, and I'm all like, "I have, no, I never want to talk to Cameron ever again. I never want to interact with him ever again." But they're here, and I don't want to. I don't want to ever come back if I have to come back. I so go, "They're a dollar, so I'll pick up a couple of boxes, right?" So I pick up a couple of boxes of these Juju bees. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of throw them in my car. Right? Whatevs. And then it's the Sunday, it's the Sunday before Christmas. And I agree to meet my friend Adam Vaught at this Japanese market called Mitsua. There's a few of them out here in Southern California. Okay. Or in California. I don't know where they are, but the the there this is one called Mitsua. It's a Japanese market. They have a food court and the food the food's so good in that food court, right? So we agree to meet there. Well, coincidentally, that mitsua is i'm not even joking a one minute drive from cameron's house right mm. i didn't go to cameron's
1: house okay okay
0: yeah so uh spoiler alert joe did not drive to cameron's house right? okay but we i park at mitsua and adam vott calls me and he says i'm gonna be 10 minutes late i'm like oh, okay so i'm sitting there and i have i go i have these jujubes but i'm not going to cameron's house What do you think I did?
1: Well, okay. At any point in the 10 minutes between Adam calling you and Adam showing up, did you cry? No. Okay. Uh, There's part of me that thinks that you sat and ate the jujubes and remembered fondly things about Cameron and recognizing that you have moved on and that you're a stronger person Mm -hmm. and that kind of stuff. But then that's not the realistic option
0: um i'm gonna tell I hope... you i'm, I'm making it harder i didn't call cameron and okay. i didn't go to cameron's house
1: you texted cameron please nope. tell me you nope. didn't text cameron. didn't text cameron did you throw the jujubes away some might say i did did you eat the jujubes did not i'll tell you what i did did you leave them like sitting like they do like <laughs> like at funerals where people will leave oh, like things on like jim morrison's grave yeah, okay, yeah, like pour, pour one out for cameron and it's a jujube <laughs> jujube <Yeah. laughs>
0: no if you didn't can we please just end the story saying that's what you did <laughs> yeah okay that's why i did i poured one out for cameron all right no i called the lift and okay the lift guy shows up and I hand him the two boxes of the jujubes and I say, you need to take them to this address and leave them at the door. You don't have to knock or anything like that. And it was Cameron's address. Uh, uh okay. Here's where it gets dumb. Not dumb. The guy, uh, I, the guy goes, okay, sir. You know, takes the jujubes and leaves, right? The next car behind him comes up, pulls up, it's Adam Vaught, and he goes, did you take a lift here? <laughs> and I go, No he goes, why were you talking to that Lyft driver? But I was too embarrassed to tell him why. So I just changed the subject. You should be. (laughs) Why? That's weird. Why? That's just, that's, Joe, that's. uh. Look, I, look, I'm never going to speak to Cameron again. I'm never going to
1: talk to him. I'm never going to go to this place again. Okay. Okay. But in doing something like that, you are still leaving the lines of communication open. Whereas you said at one point, I remember you saying on the show, this is the last time I am ever going to say his name uh-huh. on the show. There are not going to be stories about him anymore because you were done. You and I talked privately about that, that yeah. you were done, ready to move on. And I get that you see something that is an emotional trigger mm-hmm. for you. But that doesn't mean that you can—you can, you could have stopped at, oh, wow, Jujubees. Those were one of Cameron's favorites. And then moved on with your day. We both know that was never going to happen, but you could have done that. You know, I have things that I see that remind me of exes of mine, and I I just kind of look at them and say, "Oh, well, that reminds me of that person." And then I then I go on with my day. Yeah,
0: <sighs> yeah. I don't know, Taylor. Yeah, I, you know, I talked about it with Aiden yesterday, and that's how I got the permission to use his name because he was like, "Well, are you going to bring me up?" And I go. I thought I'm not allowed to. And he goes, No, you're allowed to now. Uh, <laughs> but I, I told Aiden about it. He didn't. He didn't care. Uh, it's it's just one of these things where it's just it just it was more. I was doing it in the spirit. Because here's here's why, Taylor. This is and this is truly. I guess when I say you have to believe me, I'm really talking to myself. I'm trying to see if I believe me, right? But mm-hmm. it's one of these things where in my head it was like it's Christmas. And he and I, the last communication we had was very, very not nice. Okay. So
1: let me ask you a question. Let's play this out. Sure. Okay. So you send the lift. The lift guy drops off two random boxes of jujubes.
0: Yeah. Well, Sweet Michael has a theory the guy just drove in front of Cameron's house and then ate the jujubes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Technically, did it <laughs> st- stood at his door. So at some point, Cameron's yeah. grandmother opened the door. There's just some creepy guys standing there eating candy. Look yeah. at the
0: front door. You <laughs> look at the front door.
1: Yeah, <laughs> And he just hands her the empty box. So okay, let's say the guy did actually drop off the GGBs. Sure. All right. Cameron puts two and two together. Manages to not come up with five. Mm-hmm. Manages to recognize that it is in fact you,
0: uh-huh.
1: and sends you a text message.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Do you respond?
0: Um. Uh, w- w- it depends on what the text message says if it says like leave me alone asshole I'm not going to respond if it says like thank you I beg like, you're welcome and I'll just leave it at that
1: and then if you say you're welcome and he responds after that so is this something where it has to be he has to be you have to have the last word mm-hmm. that's kind of what this sounds like actually I just I just realized that that this is this is something where you felt for whatever reason that you did not have the last word and this was your way of getting in the last word.
0: No, but I did have the last word. I did have the last word, but it's one of these things where like like I where I feel guilty is I had sweet Michael say some very mean things to Uh, well, I didn't have him do it, Sweet Michael did it, but but at my behest, and, um, and I know that I I can, I can tell you that hurt Cameron, I'll tell you why, it's it's such a dumb thing that to you wouldn't mean a lot, but knowing Cameron, like, um, I don't know if I talked about this in the show, but Cameron is so laissez-faire with social media, okay, I don't think mm-hmm. he's posted. According to Michael, he hasn't posted on Instagram in like months and months and months. He hasn't posted on Facebook in forever. Like I only know this from Sweet Michael because it came up because of what I'm going to tell you when, he, when Sweet Michael's mm-hmm. he here. He's, just, he's always been like that. He doesn't care about social media. He he's not one of like and that's one of the things I actually always liked about Cameron was when you were with Cameron. I will say this: when you were with him, it was, you know, not romantically, even if you're a, a friend, he his phone was away. His phone never came out that makes sense? He was present, okay? Okay. And so for him, like, he doesn't block people like me. Like, he just doesn't care about social media. And the reason I bring that up is when I was with Sweet Michael, um, I don't remember why he went on Cameron's
1: social media. but You this, told me he blocked you on everything. You told everybody on the show that he blocked. That's why you sent him a message through PayPal or no, Venmo no, no. or something. I had that blocked one him.
0: Time. I had blocked him. Okay. And he sent me that okay. information through, the, the, through Venmo, PayPal. Okay. Anyway, um he he the very last post he had on instagram which was a year ago that's how long it had been since he posted on social media the last post he had was from a year ago and it was a post about me okay and he deleted it and i was like oh this affected him because like i know to me and you doesn't mean anything but for cameron knowing what i know about him for him to delete that is says that speaks volumes because he doesn't care about it. And that kind of made me sad. It didn't hurt me. It just made me sad that, Oh, I, I really hurt him, you know? And so I just, I wanted the candy to sort of be like, let's end it on a sweet note. Wink. You
1: know, <sighs> what? No, no, no.
0: With the joke or with,
1: yeah, with the, yeah.
0: <laughs> yes. The intention and the joke. Yeah. no, I didn't, I didn't mean it like that. I meant, like, I wanted to end it on a nice note, not on an ugly note. The end. No, look, I'm I am smart enough and self-aware enough to know, like, that's what I'm telling myself, and that's what I've been telling myself. I don't know if that's the reality.
1: There is always going to be a place in your heart mm-hmm. for Cameron. Mm-hmm. No matter who you end up with or who you, through the rest of your life... Mm-hmm. There will always be that part of the it. The, the, okay, to it, it sound super cliche. Yeah, you had you had a wound when you guys split up,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and there were times that you didn't take care of the wound, and that's why the wound would fester. Mm-hmm. And over the course of the last, particularly the last couple of months, you have done more to heal up that wound, but you have a scar that still occasionally hurts on rainy days.
0: Yes. Yeah. You know yeah, the back. So it's it, yeah.
1: Yeah. So it's a question of learning to live with that pain and not start digging at it or not start picking at it mm-hmm. because then there's the possibility of it festering again. Yeah. And what you did in that moment when you saw the bees was you decided to dig at the scar a little bit.
0: I did. You're right. I agree. with yeah. that. And that's why. And here's even a sicker thing. And I was like, I'm going to save this story for when Taylor the Latte Boy <laughs> is on, uh catching up
1: well okay. you could talk to a lesbian comedian or a licensed clinical therapist i can see why you would save that for me <laughs> why can't they be the same one and the same a lesbian comedian it's funny well okay in a couple of weeks i'm going to see my heterosexual physical therapist improv artist she's part of an improv troop and she invited me to go see her <sighs> improv thing
0: what did you ever do to her oh my god i
1: you Well, know, she used to bend me and multiple shapes to get my arm to hurt or to get my arm to heal rather. So.
0: All right. I like her. Uh, Taylor Latte Boy, what's going on in Florida? What's going on in your neck of the woods?
1: Well, I have two stories, Joe, that you can pick from. Okay. Yes. You have two stories. One of which involves one of our favorite topics. And one of which involves one of my favorite topics, Uh or at least one of my former favorite topics we can talk about drag queens or tequila. Which would you prefer to hear about? About what was the first one? Drag queens? Drag queens or tequila?
0: Hmm. Here's my thought process right now. Drag queen seems the most obvious. And why would I ever go for tequila? But I have a feeling tequila is the more interesting one. And I hear enough about drag queens all week. I'm going to go with
1: tequila. All right. In of Florida... Deputies in Hillsborough County recovered more than $500,000 worth of stolen tequila, (gasps) arresting four people in the process. Uh The sheriff's office said a truck delivery hauling a load of tequila at about 11 p.m. Sunday stopped at a Tampa truck stop on U.S. Highway 301 he noticed that his semi-trailer was no longer attached. Mm -hmm. Authorities were called, and the semi was found near the intersection of Ike Smith Road and McIntosh Road around 12.30 a.m. Monday. Mm -hmm. The four suspects were observed moving cases of Patron tequila from the semi to a box truck that was registered to them. Vidal Estrada, Humberto Ramirez, and Alberto Obaya, all of Florida, were arrested at the scene without incident. Mm -hmm. Lemuel Escobar fleed but was later caught authority said. Uh-huh. There was approximately 966 cases 60 there was approximately 966 cases of tequila with a retail value of $507,105. The sheriff's office said The suspects were charged with grand theft, 100,000 or more, and burglary, among other charges. The investigation is still underway. Joe, my question for you. Yes. Do you like tequila? And if so, how do you like to drink it? Well, I'm going to tell you,
0: Taylor Latte Boy, like many uh, alcohols in my youth, um, I loved it for probably a very short amount of time, and then I drank so much of it. I vomited and got so sick that I never wanted oh, to touch this stuff again. No.
1: Yeah, really? Was well, it good tequila? Was it like Jose Cuervo or was it like? Yeah, Patrono, oh, I was in college. It was shitty tequila. Oh. Uh, yeah, like Albertsons in the big
0: <laughs> plastic containers. It was Boone's Strawberry Hill tequila. Tequila.
1: There's and no such thing. Is there such I a know, thing? As no, I? No, I made that up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> How would? What if we told jokes? I just did that. It was Boo Strawberry Hill. (laughs) Anyway, uh, So I so I've had good tequila. It's not my favorite alcohol. I can drink tequila again. I just can't do like body shots or like, you know, the if if it requires me to have salt licked salt off my hand and suck on a lime, I'm probably not gonna do it.
1: Yeah. But I can't- You're also not 23 anymore at like spring break. But my boyfriends are (laughs)
0: and uh what about you what your what are your thoughts on
1: tequila I love tequila one of my favorite uh one of my favorite experiences ever on a cruise ship was taking a tequila tasting class with uh that was there were supposed to be eight people there and only myself Tappy and her husband tank showed up for it mm-hmm. And the guy's name that he was, his name was Oscar and he was from Colombia. He was the bartender and he dressed to the right. I remember that because dressed he had an enormous, right. he had an enormous chorizo in his pants. Was, and you know,
0: I'm going to tell you this. I was going to tell you this. Every Colombian I've ever known has a fucking gigantic dick.
1: Well, his pants were really tight. And, and I'm not somebody that, one, necessarily notices that. Two, comments on it from somebody three feet away from them, mm-hmm. which is ironic considering a story I have for later. Yeah. But, um, and so he had made all of these, like, shots and, uh, mm-hmm. what do you call it? Not sliders, the... the Flights of tequila oh, yeah. and margaritas and stuff and we all got messy drunk over the course of this like 45 minutes because he's like I have to get rid of this stuff so here you guys take it I've already poured it into glasses and stuff and I love 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 tequila and I can't have tequila anymore because of my liver issues so I will miss it
0: tequila oh yeah Everyone should know Taylor had cancer. Yep.
1: And you can never have tequila ever again? I can't have any more alcohol. According to my oncologist, I can never have alcohol again.
0: See, now look, here's the deal.
1: (laughs) I am not a big alcohol drinker, so if I never had alcohol again, it wouldn't be that big of a deal to me. I'm not a big drinker either. Honestly, I'm not really that big of a drinker. It's just more the idea that For a long time, I was a vodka guy. Like I liked, you know, big fruity drinks that that were just. I I I picked a drink based on the color combination or the color scheme. That was how I did a lot of it. But then I found tequila, and I loved the taste of it. And it was something like when we go on the cruise ships and stuff like that, or if we're out at a bar locally, if there's something that comes with tequila, I would normally get. Normally, I would get that. So the idea that I'm going on a cruise in a month, when the doctor told me. No more alcohol. I was fine until I was talking to Taffy and said, we can't take a tequila class together. And that's when I started to cry. You cried. I cried, but it wasn't about, because it was all of a sudden, it's like, oh my God, this is something that I can't connect with. Connect with something that I, a tradition that I've always done before. I can't, I can't. like tonight, tonight it's New Year's Eve. We have, sh- I can't have champagne. So I'm just going to be like, okay, I get to, this water so bubbly and refreshing. <laughs> I have to drink that when it happens. But you know what you could do? What?
0: Smoke weed. Yeah,
1: somebody just said that in the chat room, and I have never smoked weed in my entire life. I'm not above it. In fact, I would like to try it, and one day I might, but Mm -hmm. just, I don't know.
0: I'm trying not to look at the chat room because I get distracted by everyone talking about me and Aiden. (laughs) We're like, isn't he in high school? (laughs) And I'm like, oh, yeah, what time is it? I got to go pick him up. <laughs> He's in trouble right now. I'm not talking to him. He got a C in algebra.
1: Tequila.
0: Anyway, uh, yeah, so anyway, I do like tequilas and margaritas, though.
1: Yeah, I love margaritas. Yeah. Mar- Margarita is the greatest hybrid of tequila plus fruity drink. So that's you get that depending on what flavor you get. I am a lime tequila, like a traditional lime margarita guy, or I like raspberry margaritas Mm -hmm. too. All right, very good. Uh,
0: All right, Taylor the Latte Boy, I have a story for you. What? Wait, I had a story. Where did it go? What the? I just had the story pulled up on my phone. Okay, well while I pull that up, I'm going to tell you um, what the. Uh.
1: Do you ever use Feedly? Yeah, not on my phone though. I, yeah. I use it on my computer.
0: Well, the problem is I use it on my phone. Is now that it closed it, now it, it counts as a red article, and now it's gone. Oh no, here it is. I found it. <laughs> All right, uh, Taylor Latte Boy. Glendale woman arrested in connection with hit-and-run that killed 72-year-old. Glendale police investigators have arrested a 61-year-old Glendale woman in connection with a hit-and-run collision that killed another local woman earlier this month. Mira Jura was charged with vehicular manslaughter and felony hit-and-run, according to Sergeant Dan Suttles, a police department spokesman. The crash that killed 72-year-old Glendale resident Novar Ismailian occurred... Around 7.20 p.m. at Glen Oaks Boulevard, the suspect's vehicle was recovered and being processed by forensic specialists at the Verdugo Regional Cam- Crime Laboratory in Glendale. Juror was booked into the Glendale City Hall, not interested in signing up for LA Times, and was, has since posted bail. Her arraignment is set for May 19th in Glendale Supri- Superior Court. Taylor Lafayette, boy,
1: my question to you. Hit and run.
0: Is it that bad? <laughs>
1: Well, it depends on who you're hitting. Yeah. I mean, really.
0: Well, look, this Halle Berry did it. Nothing happened to her.
1: Didn't Brandy, was Brandy a hit and run too? Oh yeah, Brandy was a hit and run too. Okay. Um, I had some, I had some, ex- <laughs> I'm trying to figure out a way to make a stupid joke about mm-hmm. hookups, online hookups. I had a couple of hit and runs back before I met Babalu. Um Yeah, hit and runs are kind of bad. I okay. I'm going to admit to something. Years ago, are you playing music?
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I was trying to. You know, with, I'm going to stop. It was, I was trying to play "The Boy's Mind" by Brandy.
1: Okay, when I was probably about twenty, yeah, I, I hit a car with my car and took off.
2: <gasps>
1: <gasps> so I was staying with a friend mm-hmm. in a um, apartment complex between between semesters mm-hmm. and something happened where I had to leave to go do something. And I backed up and it was one of these that like, it was one of these apartment complexes where there were, there weren't really parking spots. Everybody just kind of parked places. Mm-hmm. And as I backed my car out, I hit the door of their car to where it, they wouldn't be able to get their car door open. Mm-hmm. So then I left cause I was panicked at the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then later on in the day I came back and I parked really far away just in case there was like, I, I mean, I hit it. I didn't hit it super, super hard, but mm-hmm. But I happened to be looking out the window when I saw the person go out to their car and go oh, to open the car door. No. And, could have said, and it was like oh. beads of sweat oh, running oh my down God. my forehead. No. Yeah. Yeah. Not something I'm proud of. I haven't thought of that in years that I did that. Oh,
0: my God. Taylor. I
1: feel guilty about it, though. I really do. You
0: should feel guilty about it. Yeah. Now, this is a serious question. Do you think that's why you got cancer?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. That's <Yeah>. that's that's <laughs> the reason why. Clearly. <laughs>
0: Clearly. Oh, interesting. So, what else is going on in your life, Taylor the Latte Boy?
1: Well, later that day, oh, after same the day. conversation with the cheesesteak guy, yes, yeah. uh-huh. um, part of the part of my errands for going out for the day were mm-hmm. I was going to run to Target. I sent you a Snapchat because yeah. it was Sunday. I said mm-hmm. I was at church. Yeah, and I posted a picture of Target, mm-hmm. and then I had to go to Publix.
0: Are you familiar with this Publix? I know they have some sort of fancy cake that you love. I don't know if yes, I know.
1: Yes, it's a supermarket. It's probably the biggest supermarket in Florida, and it's extended beyond to Georgia and South Carolina, and it's kind of slowly spreading through the area. Is it fancy? It's not. It's no. It's definitely. It's kind of the Lowe's Home Depot to where they pretty (laughs) much sell the exact same thing, but it's it's very well lit and it's always clean, Mm -hmm. and the people that work there, it's it's kind of almost cultish, like. Mm It's like they're very, they're very customer first, as compared to some of the other places that we have here. Like we have Winn Dixie, and we have, uh, we used to have something called Cash and Carry that wasn't kind of the same thing. But um, yeah, so Publix. So I want everyone to th-
0: know. I want everyone to know that this Taylor Latte boy loves his Publix. So he had the cake for his wedding
1: cake. No, we originally were going to go there, but we ended up going with another place. Oh, okay. Never mind. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, but we did but, – but Publix Cake is really good. Their bakery is really, really good. And <sighs> I ended up in the bakery mm-hmm. because I had to get – because we're having this Cuban meal tonight. I had to yeah. buy Cuban bread. Sure. So – and also Taffy's bringing a dessert, but she's bringing something she's never made before. So I decided to grab an apple pie. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> so just to be on the safe side. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, while I'm standing there, one of the other nice things, and normally I go with Babalu, mm-hmm. but Babalu was busy cleaning the house for today and everything. Mm-hmm. So, he said, if you could go food shopping, I'll go do this. I said, fine. Mm-hmm. So, I've got my list, and I just got grabbed a Cuban bread. Mm-hmm. So, now, Cuban bread here is very long and very, like, go on. girthy. Sure. It's, it's It's nice and girthy and everything. Mm-hmm. So, I'm standing there with this Cuban bread, and I look up, and there is a guy mm-hmm. that is so fucking hot.
0: Yeah.
1: He is totally my type. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. So we are probably late 20s. Okay. okay. Sure. We are somebody who clearly was either a wrestler or a football player in high school and maybe college. Okay. okay? But we've kind of let ourselves go. But you can see where the body was like super like bulky mm-hmm. and muscly at one point. But now we've gone a little soft. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm and we are in uh a t- one of the t-shirts where the sleeves have been cut off and it goes like all the way down to like the the waist area okay so you yeah. get, you get the fully exposed mm-hmm. side yeah. no tattoos sure dark hair we're mm-hmm. definitely some sort of mediterranean some yeah. sort of like swarthy kind mm-hmm. of and we have tight short uh dark hair where we all and we have one little spot that is kind of almost a um Kind of like a Manila Luzon, like yeah. white, like like a like like a blonde straight stripe okay. type thing. Not a stripe, yeah. but just like one area in the front that he's got this one little patch of like blonde. Mm-hmm, okay. Sure. So thick neck, wearing black, and he's got on these like shorts and he's got super big thighs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like muscular thighs type thing. So mm-hmm. we clearly came from working out, mm-hmm. hopefully, in my head. Mm-hmm. And we're we're grabbing stuff in the bakery and we're getting ready to go stand at the uh deli counter to get some lunch meat. Mm-hmm. So, I see this guy, and I am somebody who normally has conversations with myself in my head. And I'll definitely Mm -hmm. think, you know, usually, usually I, to quote um, Tatiana from Drag Race, I occasionally see things that people are wearing, and I go, oh, well, that's a choice. But I say it, you know, in my, you know, say it to myself, and I keep going. So, I see this guy while I'm holding this big loaf of Cupid bread, Mm -hmm. and I go, oh, hey, thickness to myself. (gasps) Only I realize that the three people standing around me all turn around and look at me. I said it out loud. Oh no! This Guy standing ten feet away. While I'm while I'm this creepy like fat bear guy holding this like thing of low. The guy, so to the best of my knowledge, the guy didn't hear me, but the three old ladies standing around me did. I was mortified. I just kind of sat and put my head down and shoved shoved my uh, Cuban bread into my cart and went away with my head down. But, and so, so I got far enough away. And the first thing I did was I texted my husband, like, you're not going to believe what I just did, which he just kept writing. I'm screaming, laughing. So, that, so, cause man. we have one of those type of relationships now where we can see somebody and look and do the whole thing where we do three o'clock, three o'clock, three o'clock, and then look over and we both kind of make comments, you know, under our breath. But I apparently said this because I thought it was in my head that I could say it loudly. I just went, oh, hey, thickness. <gasps> oh, so creepy. And be honest, so were you really creepy. holding,
0: were you holding a loaf of bread?
1: Yes, I was holding – I wasn't stroking the loaf of bread, but I was definitely holding this big – And you were honestly talking about the loaf of bread. No, I was talking
0: about the guy. Oh,
1: you were. Yes. But 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 I just happened to be holding this big phallic piece of bread.
0: Oh, I misunderstood the story. I thought you were talking about the bread and then you said that and everyone thought it was about this guy, but you were talking about (laughs) – No,
1: it was clear I was looking at the guy.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Sorry, I shrank into a pimple and disappeared. <laughs>
1: oh! So which is the God. which is the more embarrassing story, that or the jujubee story from before? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. That's awful. It's awful. Did you get his number? No, no. I was too far. That one. I'm a married man. Too. I ran away. However, then all of a sudden, I bump into this other guy, where it is clear, like so. Then fifty feet, and I told my husband about this too. Fifty mm-hmm. feet later. I get like mm-hmm. cruised by this daddy. Oh, you did? Yeah. Where at, who's very thin, and we have we have this like little hat on, and we're wearing a t-shirt, and all this co- not thin like, but like muscle thin, like almost mm-hmm. like a swimmer's build, yeah, like an actual swimmer's build, not emaciated swimmer's build, like, like actually you know fit. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of like looking at me, and he went, "Hey," and like because I was looking at him, and we clocked eyes, and I didn't know what to say, but he was like a foot away from me. I'm like, "I like your hat," <gasps> and he was like, "I," li-, he was like, "Oh, thanks. I like your shirt." <gasps> And I just giggled. And went, I'm like, this is why I'm not allowed in publics by myself. I'm like a kid in a candy store.
0: This reminded me of a story that I've been meaning to tell on the show. There was a time where I was supposed to tell it on the show, and then it didn't happen, and then we never got back to it. But it reminds me of, of of years ago. I lived by this, like, swanky supermarket. And I used to go to the grocery shop. But I used to get mad because I used to hate going there because there was a cashier who would always comment on everything that I bought. Mm, I so, hate that. Uh, yeah, I used be like, oh. Another bottle of, you know, rum or something like that. Like, oh, bitch, just ring it up, right? Diet pills again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you have a lot of toilet paper. Must be having a crazy night or something. You know, I don't need comment on that. But that's the point of the story is they had a little deli section. So I was at the supermarket and I was like, you know what? I'm hungry. I'm going to grab a sandwich. for so they had a great sandwiches at the supermarket. Mm-hmm. So I go up to the deli section and there's two women working. And uh, this is years ago. This story is as old as Aiden. And uh, I order a sandwich. and <laughs> I just so, got that, sorry. Oh, the woman is making the sandwich, okay? Mm-hmm. And for I can't remember why, because it's been so long. She and the other woman got into an argument about like hours or who was supposed to work. Or I don't know, some dumb argument, right? While the woman's making my sandwich. And of course, I'm like, you know, eating popcorn. Like, Ooh, this is good. <laughs> but then as she's putting, you know, like the capicola mm-hmm. on my sandwich the, the, the argument gets so heated she takes it and like slaps it in the woman's face and then <laughs> takes, takes her apron off and just goes like i quit and marches out and then the other woman's crying and she marches out and i'm just standing there waiting my half finished sandwich is just sitting there and so i just walked away and went well, home. what else could you do yeah what else could i do i just went checked out and went home because I was like, I, I didn't want to get in the middle of the drum because the manager came. Up, I was like, what happened?
1: And I was like, I don't know. I can tell you what happened. I'm waiting for my sandwich. <laughs> yeah.
0: Can I get my spicy Italian, please? It's been waiting. All right, Taylor, I have a story to tell you. Okay. So
1: how do I tell you the story? It um, was the night before. If you Christ- could tell the story, the last story you told, not worrying about judgment for mm-hmm. me. Yeah. <laughs> You can tell me whatever this yeah. story is.
0: Twas the night before Christmas and all through the house, not a creature was stirring. Well, except for Betty Batance, who's not a mouse.
1: Yes! A just, Betty Batance story! Okay,
0: I'm going to tell you something. So I, I don't know what happened that day, but I was super, super, super tired. Okay? Mm-hmm. So I went to sleep around, gosh, nine o'clock, I'm going to say.
1: On Christmas Eve, yeah, Christmas Eve.
0: Okay, and um, no, no, not Christmas Eve. Like, like the, I think it was like it was around Christmas, but it wasn't Christmas Eve. big Christmas Day. It was around then. Okay. Not the last week, but it wasn't Christmas Eve because everyone's over okay. Christmas Eve. Okay, so I'm a, so I fall asleep right then at one in the morning. So my parents have that ring, you know that app, the ring, the the, the camera, and we people ring yeah. the doorbell. So yeah, I, my brother and I have the app on our phone too. For so my parents want us to have it too. Okay, for their house. For their house. Okay. Okay. So, uh, the ring app at one in the morning goes bum bum bum. You know, like really loud at one in the morning wakes me up. Right. Mm-hmm. I shoot out of bed. Right. I'm and I'm like huh. Ah, right. <laughs> and I look at the phone and it says someone is ringing the doorbell and I'm thinking, if someone's ringing the doorbell at one in the morning, the the, it's the police. It's the police. You know someone like me my brother and his whole family was you know died in a car accident or something like that right or my grandma was found dead or something right so i start like not running but like rushing down the stairs to answer the door i hear my dad in my parents bedroom saying betty betty there's someone at the door there's someone at the door right so i go to the door and right as i hit the door my dad runs out and he goes it's your mom right and i go what oh my god i go what so i open the door and it's like almost because it's winter here it's almost like a horror movie like the door or the wind blows the door open and blows in my face and there's nobody there there's no one Uh... so i walk outside and then my dad is running around the house going betty betty right and i come outside i go dad where's mom and he goes i don't know where she is he goes but i I thought it was her because she's not in the house oh he goes, she's not in her room. I thought she was in the bathroom. So I said, "Uh, uh the, the, there's no one in the house. I mean, there's someone at the door. And she didn't answer. I went to the bathroom. There was no one there. He was running around the li- downstairs. Um, she was in the house. I looked all over the house. Couldn't find her, right? So then I go, and I'm going, Mom, Mom. So then I go outside. And then this is when it starts to feel like a horror movie. Uh-huh. I'm like, because it was weird. Someone rang the door. But I must have been at the door by 20 seconds after it rang. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm like, was my mom like being chased by Freddy Krueger, and then he like took her to another dimension? Like, be understanding. I've been awake for 20 seconds.
1: Right. No, I I get that. You, you you're not thinking in your right mind. Yeah, I didn't even think Freddy Krueger, but I
0: really did think like a murderer. Yeah, there's that weird deathly calm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm standing on their front yard, going like, mom, like just kind of like not screaming, but like saying like, mom, like, and then all of a sudden. I see a face peek out behind the car. And I go, what the fuck's going on if I close? It's my mom. I go, what are you doing? She goes, I'm hiding from your father. (laughs) And I go, why? Okay, I guess they had just gone to bed, right? I didn't know to sleep, right? And she goes. And your father said, "I'm getting some water. Do you want one?" And I said, "Yes." And he went to the garage to get bottles of water. And then I went outside to get my glasses from the car. Well, then he locked me out. And so I was going to teach him a lesson, right? My dad's like, "I didn't know you went outside to get your glasses. I just thought the door was just open, so I locked it." And she goes, "No, you knew what you were doing." And so, so that's what that was. Her Taylor, she hid.
1: <laughs> like, and you know, meanwhile, so- this is all happening. On, please tell me this is all happening on your front lawn. No, no, they came inside, but you know what's oh. funny is
0: because I told Taylor and um, I, I told I told I told Sweet Michael right, and he I I could tell he kind of didn't believe me, right? Uh huh. Um, and then my I was at breakfast with my parents yesterday, and my dad alerts me to an amazing piece of knowledge I didn't know. <gasps> it was caught on security camera. <laughs> so. I, you don't really see much, but he, I, I'm sending it to you right now. I think it's already sent. Actually, I think you have it. All right, but you'll see her uh, calmly walking to go hide. I see it in her in her nightgown. Yeah, in her nightgown, <laughs> and she's walking behind the car to go hide. And Taylor, but like letting me go outside and screaming her name and something like that because she wanted to teach my dad a lesson. <laughs> At one in the morning, I've been up for 20 seconds. My mom is missing. My dad doesn't know where she is. No one knows where she is. And she's hiding behind a car like a lunatic.
1: Oh, by the way. Promise me, promise me, when I come to Los Angeles, I get to meet Betty Batista. You will get to meet her. Now, let me tell you this. Afterwards,
0: I'm so shooken up, right? So, afterwards, they're like, they're they're (laughs) laughing about it. They think it's funny, right? And then I go, I think I'm going to need to take a Xanax. And they're like, why? And I go, I was woken up. By my mom missing and ding-dong ding, ding ditching you, you know? <laughs> and then they're like, you're, you're too dramatic, man. Why do you need to get over it, man? You need a Xanax for that? Then you're, your life's too easy, man, if that's it. And they were just laughing at me as they went to bed. Because that's, that's the normal in that house. That's the normal in this house. That, that, that she goes at one in the morning to teach my dad a lesson. She goes and hides behind a car. <laughs> anyway, what do you have going on next week?
1: uh next week we finally get back to normal around oh here God, i'm so excited the, the The tree will go away we're, we are um we have to keep the tree up apparently for three kings day mm-hmm. so it stays up until i think sunday mm-hmm. and then i i'm trying to convince him that we're slowly going to put things away yeah just slowly rather than do one big thing and then i don't know we'll see we'll see where we'll see what, where the day takes new, us
0: for new year's eve that's tonight. what are you doing
1: Tonight, well, we're having the Huffingtons over for dinner. And then Babalu, we got a bunch of games for Christmas. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So I'm sure we'll be playing those. I got a not safe for work version of Exploding Kittens. And he got some sort of Monopoly, like a Mario Super Mario Brothers Monopoly. Mm -hmm. And he also has games on his Nintendo that we can play. Mm -hmm. We like to play a game with uh, the Huffingtons called That's You, Mm -hmm. which is a game on the PlayStation that they like to play because you use your phone. Your phone links with the internet so uh we'll we'll be doing that and then at 1205 i expect them to leave
0: <laughs> well you know what the great thing about the west coast is so tonight i'm going to chris and mercedes house and we're going to watch screeners uh you know chris is a member of the academy so we has all the screeners so we're gonna I'm just, it's always ends up being boring ones I'm probably end up watching like the fucking favorite or you know some boring old costume drama whatever right mm-hmm. but then we're on the west coast and chris and mercedes are old people like me we celebrate east coast new year's nice so you're saying 1205 we're done by 905
1: that's that's pretty awesome
0: yeah so we celebrate east coast new year's it's happy new year i leave i'm home and in the sleep in bed by like 10 or 11 that's gonna be kind of amazing i'm kind of excited about that we'll just eat shitty food and watch uh movies that i don't have
1: to pay for nice
0: um all right taylor well it was nice catching up with you
1: go to hell joe